Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, November 16th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Little Rock has tapped Jobplex to assist with its AD search, per College AD, which notes the firm's efforts will be led by former Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson and former Texas Tech Deputy AD Tony Hernandez. Former Arizona State AD Ray Anderson will still receive his $950,000 salary annually through 2026 for his new role as a professor of practice and senior advisor to the Sandra Day O'Connor College of Law. The state press Katrina Michalak reports, there will be no buyout to his athletic contract, and his pay will remain the same, unadjusted for the change in assignment. Raises or boosts to his pay from bonuses remain unclear as part of his unchanged pay, per Michalak. Also of note, according to the contract, Anderson was required to notify the university of his resignation within 30 days. Sticking in Tempe, former Arizona State AD Ray Anderson explains on the Anderson-Healy show that the recruiting investigation into the football program wasn't a factor whatsoever in his decision to step down, indicating instead that it would not have been smart, fair or in the best interests of the university to hold on for another two years knowing that I'm 69 years old. Anderson says of the decision to bring on former football head coach Herm Edwards, I don't regret bringing Herm here. I do regret the outcome of the program because at the end of the day, we did not choose the right assistant coaches with the right frame of mind to be absolutely compliant and understand that no matter the difficulty of the circumstances, you had to play by the rules. I regret the poor decision of choosing coaches. I regret that and I regret the impact it's had on this program and in large part one regret that it's taken so long to be resolved and, in the meantime, the recruiting punches we took from our competitors. More details on Nebraska AD Trev Albert's new contract from College AD, which reports both Albert's and UNL will review the contract every three years to increase Albert's salary should it fall below the average of the Big Ten's three highest paid ADs or the top 10 of any public school AD. As far as bonuses, Alberts can earn $100,000 for a department-wide APR of 970 to 984, $100,000 for a Big Ten football championship and $150,000 for a college football playoff national championship. Should Alberts terminate the agreement prior to December 31, 2024, he would owe the university $4.12 million. In each subsequent year, that figure drops to $2.835 million, $1.72 million, $750,000, and $315,000 through 2028 respectively. After that, no buyout would be owed. Alberts would be due any remaining salary should the school terminate the agreement without cause. Additionally, the Huskers have agreed to provide Alberts with 35 hours of private, non-commercial flight time, and up to 15 unused hours can be rolled over each year. The NCA has rejected the postseason waiver requests from Tarleton State, Jacksonville State and James Madison. A statement from JMU reads, in part, we're obviously disappointed in the outcome of the NCA's review of our request for bowl relief. We're saddened for our university community and, in particular, we're devastated for our football program, the coaches and student-athletes who have orchestrated an amazing season and earned the opportunity. The Division I Board of Directors Administrative Committee on its decision to uphold the Council Coordination Committee's decision, requirements for members transitioning into FBS are based on factors beyond athletics performance. They are intended to ensure schools are properly evaluating their long-term sustainability in the subdivision. 
Furthermore, a pathway already exists without a waiver for both James Madison and Jacksonville State to access bowl games if there are not enough bowl-eligible teams at the end of the regular season. Washington, on behalf of the 10 outbound Pac-12 schools, has officially filed a motion with the Washington Supreme Court seeking to put Tuesday's decision to grant Washington State and Oregon State control of the league's governing board on hold. In the appeal, the 10 schools argue the injunction unlawfully gives OSU and WSU total control over the conference when an injunction is supposed to preserve the status quo, which the 10 exiting schools interpret as maintaining their rights as active conference members, according to Sportico's Michael McCann. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, November 16th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.